1: of entertainment and enlightenment.
2: What the heck is happening with our governors? I am proud to say in the great state of Texas, we have a governor going the other direction. South Dakota has a governor going in the other direction. How many of these governors have become little Mussolinis? What is happening? Uh, Hey, Kentucky, kind of regretting that governor vote? Holy cow. We begin with the power grab there, then the power grab by the Fed, and some good news as well. All coming up. Stand by. One minute. This
1: is the Glenn Beck Program.
2: Well, as spring moves towards summer this year, you might be thinking it's time to spruce up the house just a little bit. Place could use some, you know, some new paint here and there. Maybe maybe uh you uh you need some new window coverings and the last thing you need is a big huge bill well let me tell you there is uh, there is one place Blinds.com that will shock you with their prices. Um, It is really, really high quality stuff. They'll send everything to you in advance. They'll send you samples and paint colors and everything else in advance. So you know exactly what you're getting. Um, They'll help you design it if you need help designing. They'll even help you hang them if you need help uh, for that. But you can do this all by yourself. It's Blinds.com. The last time Tanya and I bought blinds on blinds.com, just what about six months ago or so, um, we were looking at we were looking at window coverings for our um, our old eighteen hundreds cabin, and um, and we wanted to just to get these specific kind of window covers. We go to blinds.com. We had shopped around um, and done our own homework, and then we went to blinds.com and they were saving us money and tanya said to me we are at checkout and tanya said look at the difference of this price and i said i know it's pretty amazing isn't it and right before she put submit i said wait a minute did you put the promo code back in and she said no And i'm like geez for love of-. so she put the promo code back in it went half of that price it was it was uh, it was stunning to us how much money we were saving blinds.com right now you want to save money you want to uh, spruce your house up maybe you're getting ready for, to uh, uh, sell or you just you've been in the house now you'd like it to look a little nicer you've seen some of the flaws blinds.com blinds.com see their amazing selection start your free online design consultation rules and restrictions may apply it is at blinds.com All righty. Okay. What's happening? Our governors, and have you noticed, uh, I believe the worst offenders are the Democrats, the ones who have been warning that Donald Trump is a fascist. He's a fascist. He's going to be Hitler. He'll be Mussolini. Can I tell you something? I'm one of those guys that said, in fact, I believe... We should look back on this, Stu. I believe during the um, election in 2016, when I was against Donald Trump, I said there's going to come uh, a depression, a depression will hit. And this guy will be more FDR than FDR, and he will nationalize the banks and nationalize everything. Because that was in his history. He's talked about those kinds of things. And that was my big concern. And that was the only concern that I had left on Donald Trump. You know, far as policies. He's either done it with the trade, which I disagree, but it's worked out fairly well, it seems. Um, And then he's done all the things with Israel and the war and everything else. We hit all of those hurdles. We're now at the massive economic crisis. Is he going to seize power like FDR did? Uh, No, he's not. Uh, And I am thrilled by this. He's not doing it. And the people who are calling for him to do it are the press and the governors. And the only thing I can think of is because they want him to do it. So when they get in office, they can do it. And they say, well, you didn't have a problem when Donald Trump did it. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I would. He's not doing it. And all of these governors are turning into little Mussolini's in in Mississippi. Not even a drive in church is allowed. Not even a drive in church. Now, what's a drive in church? People come out, they get in their cars They're listening on the radio or they crack their uh, window open or they sit on the hood of their car like in a drive in movie theater. And you're at least six feet apart. And that's not good enough. It is the the. In Mississippi. The pastor of the King James Bible Baptist Church in greensville had the drive-in method of holding services the mayor issued an order prohibiting that service and sent the police and and actually said your rights are suspended excuse i'm sorry excuse me what Uh, I believe my rights are inalienable, which means no man can change them, take them. No man can. I have an inalienable right. Now we're assembling and we're assembling here safely. We're assembling. We're we're all social distancing. This is insane. What's going on in Michigan? The governor has banned residents from buying seeds or plants And gatherings of any size. Um, Excuse me. Pardon me. Uh, Church members at uh, the Temple Baptist Church, they were suspended. There's another one in Kentucky here. This one, the the Louisville mayor uh, also banned Easter Sunday drive in church services you couldn't do it there. The Kentucky worshipers um, in are who are supposed to be in lockdown. Showed up, but when they showed up, there was heavy police presence and nails blocking the parking lots of the churches. So you couldn't drive in. They put nails on the parking lot. What 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 is happening in America? What is happening? Federal court now prohibited Louisville mayor from banning the church service. So at least someone is going to the courts. Some of these guys have got to be held responsible. What are are we even America anymore? I mean, I really, I do understand. Stu, help me out here. I do understand, you know, saying to people, hey, look, you can't do this. Don't don't do this. But when somebody like a church says we're going to do this and we're going to be separate, we're going to be in our own cars. What
3: is the problem with that? I, I can't think of any. I, You know, they're trying to figure out a way to to take more and more control we found this in you know michigan's is a really bad example it seems like where this executive order is is restricted even if you know to the point of if you have multiple houses in in michigan you're not really allowed to travel between them like what like i I, this this thing against driving is so bizarre every time you open up your ways app it says make sure you're only driving if you really need to what does that have to do with COVID-19? Like, oh, I, like, if I'm right. going to drive and if get I out and go to g- a party and start making out with strangers, sure, I get it. But it's like this, if I'm in the car with the same people I'm in my house with, why would that make a difference?
2: I mean, We have gone for, I mean, it's funny because when I was growing up, you're probably too old to remember this. It may have just been a saying when you were, when you were growing up, Stu. But it was a reality when I was growing up. Sunday drives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I you remember, ever heard the phrase? Oh, it's yeah. a Sunday driver. Sunday driver. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sun. Okay. So Sunday driver. Do you know what that is? Do you know why that is a thing? Uh, I mean, uh, I just
3: remember it being like the people who were kind of driving slow and would be in the way right. and not really trying
2: to get anywhere. Do you know why they were called Sunday drivers? Um, Besides driving on Sunday.
3: Yeah, well, yeah, I figured that was. I
2: mean, the only thing I could think of is maybe yeah. the, the blue laws. Was it tied to that where there's nothing really open? Yeah. So you okay. had to. Okay. Yep. So you would go driving and you would say, I mean, my grandfather used to say this all the time. My dad would say it. Hey, let's go for a Sunday drive. And what you do is you get the whole family because everything was closed. So you get the whole family into the car and you drive around neighborhoods and parts of the city you've never seen before or you just want to go look at. So everybody was distracted and you were looking out the sides of the window. So you're driving really slow, you know, and you were distracted. The driver was distracted. So a Sunday driver was somebody who's just like, would you please stop? You don't need to see everything. Just go. (laughs) Okay, so Sunday driving, I've said to my kids, look, you want to go for a Sunday drive? Let's just get in the car. Let's just go for a drive. What is the problem? The minute the cop stops me, you, Mr. Police Officer, expose me and my family to you. I wasn't exposing anybody. I'm in my car. Now, if I'm speeding or something else, fine. But if you're stopping me to ask me why I'm driving, you're now exposing me. Are you six feet away from my window?
3: I mean, it's insane. I mean, it seems like the type of activity you would want to encourage at this time. Right. Yes. Give people a chance to go and do something. You know, you go... You go see maybe a site that you always wanted to see. You drive, I mean, what are you going to do? The only thing, the only place you can stop anyway are gas stations and grocery stores. So that's, you know, you're going to probably stop and maybe go through a drive through and get some food. You're not going to be going to a, a, you know, a major gathering of any sort. You're just going maybe to see scenery or just drive around and do something. Just get out of the house. I mean, every parent I talk to is, is, is amazed at the fact that when they want to go through the Wendy's drive through now, Everybody rushes to get in the car with them uh, where before you couldn't get them out of the house. And it's like people want some sort of escape. And you're they're taking these things away, even in Texas. Glenn, you know, one of the things they had in, you know, in Texas where people were still going golfing in certain places. Golfing is I'm not a golfer, but it's it's a it's a obviously a place people did it to get your head straight before these times. Right. You right. can do it easily social distancing. Most golfers suck. They hit the ball nowhere near each other anyway. It's basically you're walking in a field uh, and, 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 and not even you know, really interacting with people, especially if you were to have the golf courses say, make sure you do X, Y and Z. Well, they, they, got, they got rid of that. That's now a non-essential activity. Now, of course, it is not essential but it is, a, 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 there's no reason to stop it. I swear, the only reason they stopped it is because evil rich people are the ones who typically enjoy golf, and we can't give them something that we
2: like, uh, that they like, if we can't give it to everybody else. Which is, so know, it's p- not like you're playing, you're not playing racquetball, you're not playing basketball. I mean, you, that's a team sport. Mm-hmm. Golf is a sport against yourself, mainly. Mm-hmm. And you can easily play that At great distances from one another. Yeah. I mean, you know, you go out typically in a foursome, right? Instead,
3: if you went by yourself, like, let's say they went all the way, because you could probably easily do it with two people, but just say it's all the way is one person per group playing by themselves. And so they're having one quarter of the amount of people out on the course. Uh, This would be there's no reason they could not do that. Everybody knows you could go out and walk in a park by yourself and it's not an issue. But they're doing these things on beaches in in the water in, you know, at, at these drive in churches. They're doing this to send signals. Right. They're they're wanting them, everybody to know that they're in control, that you're not allowed to do these things. that they're going to enforce it. And they want these big examples because it scares other people off from doing anything. Yep. But that is not a good long term strategy. Again, we can knock this thing out. Let's just say we're all perfect and this goes to zero. Then what? Right. We have no cases in the entire country. What happens the next day? Because the next day, I know we have borders that are open from a country that's doing nothing in Mexico. I know we have that. I know we'll still have flights coming in from countries all over the world who are doing nothing. We'll still have uh, people eventually getting sick again. And then starting this whole thing all over again, and we'll go through this entire process all over again if we don't come to some sort of sensible ground where we can look at these things and say, okay, drive through driving church is obviously okay, golfing by yourself is obviously okay, and you know when we driving. have driving driving is okay driving, and then when we have a breakout in this town, we will start from zero and say, okay, we have a breakout here. Let's do the contact tracing thing before it gets out of control. Let's you know. Let, Americans want to do this right Americans will be happy to say look if we have an outbreak you know we'll we'll do the contact tracing thing we will self-isolate we will keep people out of the way and then when we get past it we can go back again what they don't want is this never-ending um, one-size-fits-all
2: nonsense and it's not surprising the Democrats would want that right that's what they always want on everything oh yeah that's what they always want yeah Yeah, this is I mean, it it is it's obscene on what's going on. The power grab. We haven't even talked about the power grab of the Fed. I'm going to make a statement and I will back it up in a second. There is no free market anymore. We are no longer living in a country or a world that has the free market. It is officially gone. Now, does it come back? Let me let me explain what I mean by that in one minute, and then you decide if it's coming back. Never been a better time right now than to stock up on the food that you and your family love. Uh, I've been thinking about taking a a truckload of ice cream, backing it up to the house just to be on the safe side. You never know. You never know when some governor ice cream is not essential. Yes, it is, brother. Yes, it is. Now, meat might be more essential, but they come from the same animal, just saying. Limited time right now. Limited time stock up sale going on at Omaha Steaks. Omaha Steaks is America's first butcher. If you put Beck in the search bar when you when you uh, go online, you're going to find uh, all of the specials. You could save more than 50% on your order and get free shipping on orders of $69 or more. 50%? Save 50% right now. Famous, world-famous steaks from Omaha Steaks. Trimmed to perfection. Aged to the right tenderness. They are really, really good. They have a stock up sale going on right now. Make sure that you enter the promo code Beck in the search bar. That will take you to all the specials. Save 50% or more and free shipping on shipments of $69 or more. Just visit OmahaSteaks.com. That's OmahaSteaks.com promo code Beck. 10 seconds station id okay so there's no free market that's quite a statement to make no free market well um when you have the fed now the central banks buying everything all junk bonds, all bonds, everything, mortgages, everything. Is there a free market? Can there be a free market? What What is the stock market now? I mean... I don't have money in the stock market and my financial advisors are probably like yours. If you took yours out, uh, you know, this going to be will this going to really go up. Yeah, yeah, it might. It might. It will be a melt up if it does, because it's not real anymore. This, these are tax dollars. These are fake dollars that are all now in. The, how do you judge this? How, do, how does anyone read any report and judge this? We all know how is the stock market holding itself together and having boom days right now? We, we all of the companies are saying we have to revise uh, all of our all of our projections. We don't know what they're projecting. We don't know how they're impacted. How is this working? This is working because there's fake money billions sorry trillions of dollars of fake money now in that stock market so how do you price anything how do you know what the price is of anything if it has federal backing the price will stay up if it doesn't have federal backing it will go down okay well geez so then how does anything work i don't know if you i don't know if you saw the latest um from jp morgan chase but here you go again so how much money has jp morgan chase given itself because we know jp morgan chase is one of the fed that's one of the banks of the fed so well we don't know that but we suspect that's the other thing they're they're clamping down on secrecy now on the fed they're they're taking bylaws and changing them so they don't have to have public meetings anymore on some of their plans, that's a different story um, J p. Morgan Chase, how many millions i'm sorry, billions of dollars has J P. Morgan Chase given itself through the Fed this week, if you're looking for a new mortgage, you now for J P. Morgan Chase, have to have a credit score of at least seven hundred and have a down payment of at least 20% of the home's value. Okay, all right. So did did you have 20% of the stuff that you just purchased JP Morgan Chase because I know that was the problem. You don't have a good credit score because you just were bailed out in 2008. You don't have a good credit score. You just went for a new bailout because you bought a bunch of stuff that you then couldn't pay for. And do you have 20%? No, you were required to have 10% and you allowed that to be relaxed for you. It's Donald Trump has got to get a handle on these banks because they are um, this is not going to end well. There is no free market for the big players
1: to Glenn Beck.
2: (laughs) But all of us can, you know, go pound sand, I guess. All right. Car Shield. There is never a good time to have an unexpected expense. Never. Nobody. Nobody's like, oh, you know what? Whew i just got that five thousand dollars what i'd like to do is fix my car uh, unexpectedly Um, and cars are so expensive now to fix when these computer chips go they can be a thousand three thousand five thousand dollars for these chips all the electronics in it once those things go it is not a cheap fix That's what you have to worry about now. And CarShield has you covered. Right now, for as low as $99 a month, they have customizable monthly plans. You can choose your favorite mechanic or dealership to do the work. CarShield takes care of everything else. You don't even have to pay... They'll pay the mechanics, so you're not waiting around for them to pay you back. They have 24-7 roadside assistance, rental cars, while yours is being fixed, free. It's 800-CAR-6000. Mention the promo code BECK or carshield.com. That's carshield.com, 800-CAR-6000, promo code BECK.
3: What's coming after coronavirus? Well, you can find all the answers in Arguing with Socialists by Glenn Beck. The book is out now in bookstores if they were ever open.
0: Amazing.
2: Yesterday in Milan, leave this up for a second. If you are happen to watch us uh, on Blaze TV, if you saw this live yesterday, it was absolutely chilling. It was just amazing. He's standing in the middle of the main square in Milan. It is completely deserted. And as he's singing, it... It was good. It, they take different shots of different cities. There's Paris, France. And every place is just empty. And he, they showed footage from all over the world of these major cities with no one on the streets. It was some ways, I felt it was like a little, almost mini Super Bowl event, where the world was trapped in their houses, and millions around the world were watching this event, and all of us inside.
0: And
2: I will tell you that a fan of his kinda I mean I know who he is I like his singing blah 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 I don't have any of his CDs or anything um but watching this he's amazing I know I'm late to the party on that but look at this London completely empty Yesterday was Easter, and I don't know about how it was for your family, but it it was kind of sad because not everybody was at the table yesterday. Uh, we usually have family in from out of town, and it's, it's a big thing for the family, and so everybody was on Zoom yesterday, but uh, it was... You know, my family goes, I don't know about you guys, but my family goes from almost complete meltdown to almost perfect. I mean, like yesterday was an almost perfect day for the family. It was really, really great.
4: You feel the same way, Pat? Yeah, us too. We had a really great, really great Easter. Um, You know, just did our own service in in our home. Yeah. Social distanced from some of the family uh, because my oldest son and his wife. Uh, both work with elderly, uh and so we thought, eh, let's not subject them to to us and so
2: um, well wait a minute, mm-hmm. what does that mean? They work with Stu works with the elderly too <laughs> us <laughs> <Yeah>. I mean <laughs> he really does uh <clears throat> yeah, he does he does mm-hmm. so um, how is yours?
3: That was your Easter. That was still. great. Uh, you know, honestly, the weekends have been very nice, in that I've done everything I can to not live in COVID mania world. Uh, you know, yeah. you know, going over models and death tolls and all of the other terrible things we have to do during yeah, the yeah, week. Yeah. It's a hell of an improvement mm-hmm. when you're not thinking about it constantly.
2: It's hard not to though. So I, I will. It is. Uh, we banned the talk of it last night at the dinner table. We We weren't going to talk about it, although. You know some members were upset because we painted these these wooden Easter eggs uh, with the grandkids, and uh we painted them and then Cheyenne took them and wrapped them in a napkin. If you go to my instagram page you 'll see them uh, wrapped them in a napkin so they looked like the face of you know like a bunny um, with the napkin being the ears and and so everybody painted something really nice and sweet and everything else but i I painted um I painted uh, a horseshoe bat face on one, and uh, there was a Donald Trump egg. There was a Fathead nice. Fauci egg. Yeah, I like that. Uh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. Like that. So that <laughs> was it. Was not everybody's favorite at the table, but it was mine. Uh, so I thought that was great. Um, what about Fathead Fauci? I mean, I think he's going to be. I he's he is. He's heading for the fathead zone. And you're so when you say fathead
3: Fauci, this is what you said. Trump will be calling him someday. Or what
2: was the what was your. Yeah. No, I said. No, no, no. I said if he disagreed with him. You know, people are like, oh, you know, Donald Trump, he's just being duped by Fauci. No, he's not. If he disagreed with him, he would be the first to call him fathead Fauci. You know, (laughs) that's what he would be called. (laughs) And uh, and I think he is headed towards the fathead land. He is headed towards that moniker with
4: the president. I think he's shown amazing restraint and he probably knows he can't do this, but but he hasn't fired him so far. And, you know, there's there's been a lot of disagreement between the two of them, seemingly. I mean, Fauci is put on the spot by the press because they know he feels differently than the president. So they try to get that out of him every single day. And sometimes he gives in and and contradicts the president on on what he's been saying. And usually the president doesn't he he doesn't put up with that. But I think he if he fired Fauci at this point, he he would there would be a bloodbath uh, with the
3: media. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. I mean, I think, though, you know, he, he Fauci's also defended the president a bunch of times publicly. Yes. I mean, he yes. has really backed him up, backed up his decision making on China and uh, the early uh, travel ban. And the the controversial comment from this weekend to me from Fauci wasn't even notable. Of course, it if wasn't. we acted earlier and we knew the future, it would have been better. Like, obviously, like I, that,
4: uh, that is not even a notable statement. That's not what he it's, was saying then, though. W- what he was kinda, saying. It was just kind of irritating.
3: No, but I mean, I think he's saying in hindsight, right? Yeah. It, with 2020 hindsight, we all know we could have improved certain things, but we didn't yes. know those things at the time, including Fauci. If we were to shut down the country and, last October, right. there'd probably exactly. be left
4: death, less death. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Could we have, right. instead
3: of just mm-hmm. banning flights from China, ban them from Europe earlier? sure 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 could we have uh you know required um more uh you know aggressive uh measures when it comes to producing tests earlier and there's a million things we could have done better we didn't know
2: at the time it was going to turn out like this you know nor did anyone else let me tell you something i am i am so sick you can't have it both ways You can't have it both ways. They all blasted him as a racist when he yeah, banned totally. flights from China. Sure when did. he banned Europe, how dare him do that? The These are allies of ours. All of this crap. You can't have it both ways. You can't. It, they, they are not worth your time in discussing it. It's just not. And yet they get it both ways. The media, the mainstream media gets it both ways. So frustrating. It, it is frustrating. I, I can't take it. No, you know what? I, I don't think, that, you know, I, I I think they have so discredited themselves that nobody's really paying attention to them anymore. Yes, their followers are, their, their tribe, mm-hmm. if you will, and the Democrats who are just locked in this, you know, crazy town of, of Trump disra- uh, derangement syndrome, which is... More real than it's ever been. I mean, you know, it was it was almost like a political theory before. This is dangerous. Way, way dangerous now. They are they are standing against things just because it's Donald Trump and Mm -hmm. people can die. People can die from what they're doing. It's it's uh, it's shameful. Absolutely shameful. We should be having a conversation right now about how to open the nation back up. Oh, yeah. they don't have any intention of doing it. They don't want to do it because well, they know that will help Donald Trump. They know a good economy or an economy at this point <laughs> will be good for Donald Trump. Yeah. And I, so they just don't want it. Instead, they're talking about rolling
4: shutdowns for another 18 months. I, I, come on. And, uh, that's why I was so. Grateful to see Governor Abbott this weekend say that he has a plan. Yes. They got a plan to reopen for business and they're working. So they're not some rogue state out, out doing this. They're working with the administration on how to reopen they- Texas within uh, a really short amount of time.
2: You know, I, I don't understand um, how you can't wh- how you can't say, look, I want to work with business and I want to work with the medical community and they have opposite uh desires one if you're talking about the economy you're talking about the death of the economy their job is to make sure there's an economy the the medical community is making sure that there's no death okay well we're gonna have to compromise here because we can't have both of these so We need to find a line. And that's the president's job and every governor's job to look at those two and say, you know what? Okay, I think we're going to kill more people, literally kill more people if we don't open this economy back up. Suicides, uh, just malnutrition, not being able to go see the doctor because you don't have insurance, you don't have a job. All of that stuff comes into play with people's health if you don't open the economy at some point gang we have to go back to work and it's going to be scary especially apparently if you're a progressive it's okay you're going to be okay you know some people will get sick and it might be you but you know what you've been sick before (laughs) i don't i I don't get it i I don't i know if the if if the death
4: rate was 40 percent or something you know, that's a different thing, we but it's talking,
2: rare for people to die from this. If we were even talking smallpox, you know what I mean? Yeah. You would you would understand it. This is this. The numbers have. I think the numbers have been wrong from the get-go myself. Um maybe this is because of maybe we've gone from 1.5 million dead to 60,000 dead because of this. I know this has made a big impact. That big of an impact? I I don't know. Um but I know it's made an impact. Now Let's let's see some numbers here. Let's see some actual facts on things. You know, we have enough data. I'd like to know what data are you using to decide when we go back to work? Who's who's you know, who's giving me the trip wires? Who's giving me the data points? What are you looking for? Because I mean, if that- we could come up with that, then we can have, you know, uh, an intelligent conversation. Right now, it just seems like I don't know who do you believe, Fathead Fauci right. or Donald Trump, right? And that and that's a problem, right? I'm hoping that's what we get out of Greg Abbott and
3: here in Texas is like a plan of like, okay, let's let's look at this. When there's this many cases in this area, we may need to take X, Y, and Z steps. That that sort of makes sense, like so people can understand what's coming. They kind of understand what the what the outline of the plan is. I mean, because there's this idea that like, and you mentioned it, Glenn. The president. It's the president's decision. Yeah. It's not Fauci's decision. Right. Fauci doesn't make these decisions. Right. He makes recommendations. And as uh, uh, quoting Fauci, basically, his, his, what he said earlier was, I don't have to think about the economy. It's not his gig. His gig is not to balance the disease versus the economy. That's the president's job. Yeah. And, and, and exactly. this, yeah, right. there's like this criticism. And that the if, governors. And the governors, right. If the president looks at this with any sort of weight on the future of our civilization, right, when it comes to economically. Which he has to. Which he has to. Then he's looked at as, oh, he wants old people to die. Yeah. Now, yes, obviously, Insane. we all realize that if we put the uh, speed limit at four we would have a lot less traffic accidents and deaths, mm-hmm. right? But we can't do that. There's a balance that we come up with and try to find. And that's what we have to deal with here. We, you know, th- this initial moment of shutting this stuff down as much as it sucks, it gives us a time to build up the sort of medical background, you know, like w- masks and all that other stuff. It gives us an opportunity, which we've used, I think. It gives us a chance to ch- test things like hydro- hydroxychloroquine and all these other things. We get down the line and buy ourselves time towards something that can solve this long term. But this is not an we can't do this forever. It's obviously ridiculous. And the 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 media, I think you said this earlier, Glenn, with the governors, they want Trump to make this decision so they're not held accountable for it. So if it goes poorly and we open up the economy and people go back and get sick, then it's Trump's fault,
2: not theirs. And I don't think Trump should make the decision to open the economy. He should say, here is the guideline. Here's Mm -hmm, the guideline that we recommend. And Mm -hmm. that's what Pence said that they're doing. Here's the guideline. He said, we need this according to the CDC, who is advising Pence. "Um, We need to understand the spread of the virus. We need to strengthen public health infrastructure prepare our hospitals and other medical facilities and foster a belief among americans that it is the right time to do this so basically what they're saying is when we have enough masks for everybody when we have when we have some sort of medical uh you know clues on how we can fight this thing then we can start looking at opening it i think we're close to all of that uh by the way i'm running really late i gotta take a break thank you Pat for dropping by Pat Gray from Pat Gray Unleashed, Uh, which you can hear that podcast wherever you get podcasts. Let me tell you about my pillow. Um, You want a great night's sleep? You can get the Pillow, which I never thought I would like, but I really actually do. Or you can get the Giza Dream Sheets. You can get both, actually. And the Giza Dream Sheets are on sale right now, and they are really, really great. This is Giza cotton. So it's the best cotton out there. Um, and they get softer every time you sleep on them, softer every time you wash them. They are the best. It's Giza Dream Sheets right now at MyPillow. You can you can uh, use the promo code BECK and you'll get buy one, get one free A radio special now if you use the promo code BECK at MyPillow.com. That's MyPillow.com. Use the promo code BECK and get the great radio specials. 1-800-966-3117 if you want to call them up or MyPillow.com, promo code BECK. So we have a state rep uh, from uh, from Detroit and Dearborn that is going to join us. Her life was saved and she credits Donald Trump. She's a Democrat, a staunch Democrat crediting Donald Trump. She joins us in just a few minutes. Also, some, I think, some really exciting news going to be coming from the governor of South Dakota today. We'll give you a sneak into that coming up. You know, with all the uncertainty in the world, feeling safe at home has never been more important, and that's why I want to talk to you about Simply Safe Home Security. Simply Safe has made it easy to finally get protection for your home. You just order online, you set it up yourself in under an hour, and your home is protected 24-7 with emergency dispatch for break-ins and more, all for fifty cents a day. Right now, if you head to SimplySafebec.com, you're gonna get a free Simply Safe Security camera. It's simplysafeck.com
1: the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment.
2: State Rep Karen Whitsitt, she is serving her first term representing the ninth house district It encompasses parts of the city of Detroit and Dearborn. She is, um, you know, she's a, you know, a strong union supporter. She's a community advocate, organizer, Um and uh, and she's a fan of Donald Trump now because she said he saved my life. She's brave enough to say this. She may be looking for a new gig, uh, but we wanted to talk to her. She's up in one minute.
1: This is the Glenn Beck program.
2: So, on top of hopefully still having a job, you're also a full-time chef, full-time school teacher, and a full-time fight referee. Holy cow. I'd imagine if your house is anywhere near as crazy as mine is right now, you're exhausted to the bone on most days because you're, you're wearing all of the hats. And, and if my kids ask me why one more time, why? Why do I have to? Why do I? Well, I don't want to. Oh, my. I think I'm going to lose my mind. Anyway, um, right now, you cannot also play the cop, the Internet cop. I've been talking to you about Norton 360 for a while right now. uh, And uh, and Norton has decided because we're all facing the same thing with our families and we're all facing the same thing with our budgets They are giving away six months of Norton family for free with Norton family. You can monitor your kids online activities, block sites that they shouldn't see, see what websites they are visiting and a whole lot more. Keep your kids safe with Norton family. Again, you don't have to put in any payment information or anything. It's six months really, truly free. They believe their product is so good that you're in six months when we're all back on our feet. You're going to pay for it. Um, And I think you will. Norton is a great, great service. Norton 360 and now Norton Family Safe Online. It's worth the price of admission, which is right now free. Sign up today at norton.com/family. That's Norton.com/family, arguing with socialists, the new book from Glenn Beck. Get it now on Amazon or wherever books are sold. State Rep Karen Whitzi is uh, with us now. She's a Democrat from Michigan. You are a brave, brave soul. Karen, welcome to the program
5: no thank you very much I don't think it's brave just to simply tell the truth
2: well I don't know I don't know I don't know anymore I I, I used to believe that you were right but I'm not sure um, so tell me about your experience with COVID what was it like um, well, to have it
5: experience, uh, it was it was hell um, it scared the mess out of me Um. <laughs> I went from thinking I only had a sinus infection to maybe a touch of pneumonia to simply wondering if I was going to live. And I didn't have a whole lot of time to think about what to do because when it comes upon you and it's really hitting you and you go from zero to a hundred with it, you have trouble breathing. Your breathing becomes extremely labored. You feel your lungs filling up with fluid. You can't walk even from your living. Well, for me, from my living room to my bedroom, you can't really think very clearly. You don't have a lot of time to figure out what it is that you're going to do because the hours are very pressing and the minutes are very pressing. So you, you need to figure long, out what you're going to do and you need to do it fast.
2: How long did it take you from first signs to I've got to go to the hospital?
5: Um, I've been quarantined since March 12th and first signs were really that weekend and like I said I thought I had a sinus infection and pneumonia but when it started really hitting me bad where I didn't know what I was going to do because the hospitals near me were actually full to capacity I had that was on March 31st and that was also the day that my husband and I got tested so literally after getting tested I started declining rapidly downhill that day
2: and did your husband have it as well?
5: Yes, he tested positive as well and he experienced Holy that cow bad cough. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So it didn't hit this him like it hit you. Out
5: no, it didn't yeah. hit him like me, but it, this is something that can definitely take out a family which it, it did with my cousin Cheryl Fowler and her her she lost her husband and her father-in-law and she's had um two kids that tested positive.
2: Oh my gosh. And how are they?
5: Um she is out of the, hospital the kids surgery. she's at home um the kids are are doing well, but thank God that they have my doctor. but once again, we're back to having to use your name as a state representative um which is completely wrong and sickens me to What do you mean you have to in order for people to get how, how do you mean that's how you
2: get. how do you mean you have to have to use your name
5: That's how you're getting care is my i use my name.
2: You mean to get into the hospital or to get treatment?
5: To get treatment, to get anything that you need. And that sickens me. That disgusts me. And that's why today I'm thankful to say and I'm happy to announce on your show that I am going to meet with hopefully the president, but I'm definitely meeting with the vice president and that I can come back to Detroit State of Michigan with some resources for us.
0: What
2: are the resources your state needs?
5: We need everything from testing kits to PPE. Um, We are looking at the fact that our jails, our prisons, do not are not being tested. We're looking at the fact that our sheriffs and the people who work in the prisons are not getting what they need. They're not being tested. They are. They are sick. We have people that are walking out of the hospitals. Our nurses and our doctors and our staff that are walking out because they don't have the necessary PPE that they need. We have our senior citizen buildings that are just nothing but a hotbed, and these seniors are suffering. We still have water shutoffs here. We still have pipes that need to be connected back to homes our seniors are suffering. They are not getting the food that they need because they fall in between the cracks where no one can deliver food to them and they can't go and pick it up. We, we have people are in my community that do not have a doctor to get a prescription in order to even get the test. My cousin's husband was turned away over four times and he died at home. My cousin herself was turned away over three times. Their father-in-law was turned away and died. This has to stop. This is unreal of what we're living here, and we're in Detroit, and we have a governor that is not helping us. This is our reality.
2: So, Karen, um, you got uh, you were treated with uh, hydroxychloroquine. Yeah. And you credited uh that for saving you and credited the fact that you even knew about it to Donald Trump.
5: Yeah. Yeah. I, I was familiar with the you... because I do have Lyme disease. But if it wasn't oh, okay. for the president Trumping literally, trumping the governor, <laughs> um, because she put out an executive order that day. That day, I did not have access to the medication. So how many other people did access to that medication and lost their lives that day?
2: So how did you get the medication? If she banned it, how did you get it?
5: It wasn't banned. The executive order that was put into place was misinterpreted, and it left all doctors and pharmacies scrambling. Thank God, Um, the doctor that I was able to call understood. But my first doctor, the one who ordered the test, did not understand the executive order at all. I contacted him. I tried to explain it. And I sent him the executive order and told him that he is misinterpreting it. I contacted State Representative Annette Glenn. She contacted him on the Republican side. She contacted him and told him that he was misinterpreting the law. The lieutenant governor's office. Contacted him, told him that he was misinterpreting the law. I still could not give wow. him to write the prescription. He told me he would have to wait until tomorrow, and I told him tomorrow I'll be dead.
2: So has that cleared up now? Have as as is, are your doctors prescribing it now? Do they? No. They're still not. No.
5: no, it's still a hot mess. No, it is not cleared up. No, sir. Why?
2: What is going on? Wow.
5: This is why this is, is the point? We are a major city. We have a mayor, Mayor Mike Duggan, who is not. You can ask for a better mayor for a time such as this, who has ran DMC hospitals. He just needs what he needs to do the job that needs to be done. And he doesn't have what he needs.
2: Karen, when are you when are you when are you going to when are you going to Washington to meet with the vice president and the president?
5: i leave today. My husband and I will leave today. Um, hopefully I will be seeing him. I, the plan is tomorrow. And hopefully I will be coming back here with some resources because we're in desperate need. I can't cry out any more than what I'm crying out for what we need. I don't have time to play politics. This is not the time for that. So about re-election and campaigning and being a Democrat and a Republican—that means nothing. That means nothing when you have nobody here in the city left living. What does that matter? Hmm. We have lot of think you're are
2: fantastic.
5: Dying in my street. I can't. I can't care about any of that crap. That means nothing. That's just garbage.
2: Karen, after you meet with them, could we, I'm sorry, what?
5: Mm-hmm. I'm great at working on the other side of the aisle. You know, I, I haven't even had time to even celebrate the fact that I got my first law through as a freshman. My first PA for MISTA increasing $4.3 for low-income housing to $5 million. But it doesn't matter because we need PPE. That's neither here nor there at this point.
2: Karen, after you meet with the president and vice president, could we have you back on? I'd like to hear because I'd be shocked if they don't respond to your plea. Um, And I'd I'd love to hear how that meeting went. Absolutely,
5: because, I mean, this is imperative. I I know you. How can we help? Um, How
2: can we how can we help as a as an audience? How can we help you?
5: just keep doing what you're doing and getting the word out and, and, and calling and messaging and doing whatever it is that you guys do on Twitter and social media and that we are in a hot day. You know, this is not a time for politics. This is not the time through the Democrat Republican thing. This is about people's lives. Lives need to be saved because lives are being lost every day. That number that you see on your television, those are people. It's not a number. And the president cannot do what he needs to do if he doesn't know what needs to be done. So stop putting blame where it doesn't belong. Place blame where it needs to be placed. Let's get this done, people. We are in this together. Stop saying we're in this together and not be in it together. Let's do this.
2: State Representative uh, Karen Witsett. Thank you, Karen. I appreciate it. Um, And best of luck. We'll keep you in our prayers. Uh, And I urge every member of the audience to tweet to the president and the vice president, um, you know, that. Congratulations on putting politics aside uh, and these guys meeting and uh, and encourage the White House. I don't think you're going to need it. I think you I think you're going to get it, Karen. I, he has not turned anybody down that I know of uh, yet when he understands the problem, at least according to Gavin Newsom. He is there uh, and you get what you need. So um, I appreciate your phone call, Karen. We'll talk to you again later this week. God bless you. don't you feel good after hearing somebody like that
3: i mean somebody just willing to say what's what she believes is true and not care about anything else yes that's very satisfying
2: just so satisfying all right you know i um i want to talk to you here about life lock um you know your mom used to tell you that you were special and everything and eh. Our moms were lying to us for the most part. Uh, <laughs> uh, but especially when it comes to this, if you think it can't happen to you, you're not that special. Cybercrime is a big deal. And uh, they they, you know, any any time somebody can gain personally by doing very little, you're a target, no matter how special mommy told you you were. Somebody's identity is stolen every two seconds. Don't let it be you. LifeLock will detect a wide range of identity threats, not just the monitoring of credit. Their dedicated team of professionals are going to alert you and help help you solve it. That's where the rubber meets the road. They have a team of people here in America. That's important that actually know how to solve it. So they don't just say, oh, wow, you're screwed. They help you. No one can prevent all identity threats or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but LifeLock sees. The threats that you might miss on your own and you can save up to 25% off your first year by using the promo code Beck. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK or head to lifelock.com. Use the promo code Beck for 25% off. It's lifelock.com. Let's go for 10 seconds. Station ID. Uh, so Stu, if you can get somebody to uh, to um, reach out to Mercury one, let's see if we can get some PPEs up to some of these Detroit hospitals for Mercury one. I know Mercury one has been um, uh, providing PPEs. We we got them on an emergency uh, call to where was it? Uh, New Orleans just last week, I think 10,000 PPEs from Mercury one let's see if we can help detroit out as well we're we're really struck everybody's struggling we're really struggling at mercury one um we really need your donations and i know money is tight i know you're worried about things but five dollars makes a world of difference uh and we are out in these communities um and hopefully if we have the cash we'll be able to uh, help them out and get some PPEs uh, to them or we'll find other ways to help Detroit. But our brothers and sisters are in need all around the country, and we are trying to be there. org. that's MercuryOne.org. Just uh, go to the page and donate and, and get involved in any way you can. What do you think the, uh, the end of this is for Americans where they just
3: can't, they're not going to stay in their house anymore? What, what, what is the what's the timeline on that? Would you say?
2: Mm, I don't know. Depends on where you are. It'll be longer in New York uh, because it was so frightening there. It'll be shorter here in Texas because it's not frightening here. Um, uh, so I think it depends on where you are. But I, I think, you know, by the in 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 four weeks. I don't care what's going on. I mean, I I'm, I'm just like my family is weird, you know. <laughs> we'll use our common sense, but if it's like if it's like it is or less than it is now in 4 weeks, I, um, I don't think you're staying at home. Yeah, it seems like And it, I mean it, it, that in a, a Texas, we kind of, you know, you have to judge it wherever you are. You know, these places where it's not so bad, they're not going to last very much longer. They're going to think this it's like this is crazy. And it hurts on the other end, because if it does come back with a vengeance next fall, like it did in 1918, 1918, when it returned in that first fall, it was much, much worse. Now, it doesn't mean that it's going to happen that way. It mutated over the summer with the Spanish flu. So it may not mutate. It may get weaker. But if we do have it worse and we have to shut things down, if you've kept everybody too long in the house, they're not just they're not going to go back. They're not going to go back. Yeah. It was, just won't. One of the things I was thinking about this weekend as
3: we went outside and uh, you know around our home was it was just a beautiful day on, I guess, yesterday. Beautiful. Really nice here in Texas yeah. in the you know, 70s. Perfectly clear. It was really nice. And, you know, in Texas, we have mild winters and we are used to kind of nice weather. But you remember what it was like when we lived in the Northeast, right? When, oh, my gosh. When, when yeah. those first days of warmth start popping their head out, it's like a celebration. And I don't, oh, know, yeah. I don't know how long people are going to be able, like, they're not going to want to miss that time right so unless they're terrified out of their mind like they are in new york city right a lot of people are going to start
2: skipping these uh these things coming pretty soon i think um i think as soon as the you know as soon as spring really hits and you're not terrified you're out you're out um because it's it's just it, it and it will help the economy actually because if you can time it with spring if i'm not saying you've You time it on the medical stats, obviously. Mm -hmm. But if it is if it coincides with spring, you'll you will have a rush of people who do have money. They'll go out and they'll want to be out. I don't know how fast the restaurants come back. I mean, sitting in a restaurant is going to be difficult for a while, I think. Yeah, I know like some of the areas like Hong
3: Kong, um, one of the things they've done is open the restaurants, but minimize the amount of people in there, minimize the maximum amount at a table, um, do those sorts of things. And I could see that starting. Right like that, I could see that being one of the things they do early. The quest the problem with that is these these restaurants were already running on 5% profit margins.
2: You start saying yeah, okay well only half the amount of people can come in. I don't know how they survive anyway. How do they make money? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the the only thing you could cut down on, your food costs, because you'd be using half of food, but you'd also have to cut down on your your staff cost as well, which you could. But all your fixed expenses, the equipment and the rent and everything else, those are fixed, man. You're, how are you going to make it?
0: How are you going to make it?
1: You're listening to Glenn Beck.
0: American Financing NMLS 182334 www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org All right. Qualifying for a loan right now can be
2: tricky, tricky business. Lenders are human. And the old saying goes, they're just as scared as you uh, of you as you are of them. Money is tight, but there are options available, especially if you're a homeowner. Refinancing your mortgage is one of those things you can do. And I want you to strongly consider doing it. If it's the right move for you, it could save you hundreds, if not thousands of dollars every single month. How much debt could you wipe out if you had a thousand dollars extra a month or five hundred dollars extra a month? You have to determine what's right for you. You have to go to somebody who's actually listening and can actually help move some of these levers in the financial uh, industry. The people that can help you, American Financing, AmericanFinancing.net. Best 10-minute phone call you will make today. It's AmericanFinancing.net, 800-906-2440. Go to blazetv.com, use the promo code GLEN, and you're going
3: to get 30 bucks off. It's the biggest savings ever. Blazetv.com slash GLEN. The promo code is
2: GLEN. Got some great emails in. Uh, This one comes from Ingrid. She says, uh, Glenn, thanks to Mercury One. Thank you so much for helping our hospital in our area. I live with my 79-year-old mother and 12-year-old son. I have asthma. There have been uh, coronavirus uh, um, victims at my son's school right before the governor closed them now they're in my neighborhood and at my job which i still am going in once a week because there are things we can't do uh at home since my provider works for an organization who does coronavirus testing he was able to order one just for peace of mind we've done the social distancing etc etc the last time we went to the store whole walls uh, of food were cleared out i started ordering my groceries can't get everything from one place uh, groceries are more expensive than ever here in our area. We're prepared, uh, but we're low on low uh, disinfectant, uh, disinfectant wipes. Uh, thank you so much again for helping our community out with Mercury One. Ingrid, you're welcome. Um, Glenn, back in 2010 or 11, I stumbled across a video of you giving a speech. At the time, I was a liberal, bit of a centrist, but more left-leaning, I registered Democrat. Yes, we have cards. Uh, I I was what was called an agnostic religious uh, view holder. Uh, the whole the whole nine yards. I voted for Bernie in the 2016 primary. I used to belong to real socialism hasn't been tried yet. A leftist friend of mine, although uh, we didn't call him leftist at the time, posted a video of you to prove his point about something I can't even hope to remember now. But what I do remember was that I couldn't understand what was wrong with what you were saying. I challenged my friend about it a year after he unfriended me. You see, your video lit a spark in me that flickered for a long seven or eight years before roaring into a wild flame. I turned back to Jesus in 2016. I'm outspoken about the issues that are near and dear to my heart. Uh, and if nothing, I just try to make the world better for my children. Late in 2018, however, a man was nominated for a great honor. But allegations that were made by people trying to deny this man his due process really pissed me off. Fortunately, he was confirmed to SCOTUS uh, and uh, Justice Kavanaugh's struggle helped me turn that spark into an inferno. Since then, I've been a raging conservative. I have five little girls ages eight, five, seven and three. Uh, Oh, wow. Three year old twins. I'm married to their mother. She's the love of my life. I'm trying to work out of this mess as I deliver for FedEx. I'm putting money aside to get your book, both arguing with uh, idiots and arguing with socialists as well as a subscription to the blaze i'm wondering how long is the 30 percent off special gonna happen uh if you start announcing it in advance when you're about to stop the deal i can uh, i will make sure that i subscribe i tell you what this came from chris chris i'm gonna send you the books and i'll make you a blaze subscriber and we'll give you like a i don't know free year or something and then you get on your feet get past this mess and uh then you start uh, subscribing Thank you so much, um, Glenn. I've had something weighing on my mind for a couple of weeks, and I can only help that this concern I'm going to lay out will find its way to you to digest. I've always agreed with you wholeheartedly when you implored people to know who they are, because times are coming that will try men's souls. I would often uh, wonder what those times would look like exactly and what knowing who I am would translate to. I suppose that'll that'll remain to be seen. I did, however, get to witness what those things would look like to someone else. That someone being specifically Thomas Massey. What I saw was a man who stood up in the face of possibly the darkest hour for the stability of our economy and the clear guidelines pertaining to the voting process of passing the stimulus package. I must tell you, I was shocked when you didn't support him, but tried desperately to get him to change his mind and to preserve himself to be able to fight for other things down the road. It was that moment, that moment when a politician stood up in the face of the disgusting state of our political world and said, no, thank you. We always find ourselves wondering, almost pleading, is there not one person who will stand up and say no? That person who doesn't care about the personal price? That was he. Uh, here he was, the guy. He gets it. If it wasn't for an obvious I-know-who-you-are moment for someone, I dare not think I ever would. Your initial take on this, however, really bothered me because you were promoting that he do nothing Just to preserve himself and play the game, that's exactly the slippery slope that the majority of our elected leaders sell their souls to. A sort of weak need ends justify the means. Wishful thinking that they'll play the game and be the stand-up guy when it really counts, and they end up lost in the perverted world of politics time and time again. My hopes and prayers are that you will realize the missed know who you are moment when it was in play view plain view. It's important that you realize this so you can continue to guide folks to be ready for theirs, not just to point out that you are wrong. You seem it seems now a couple weeks after the fact that you are more in its corner on hindsight. That's great. But I think you do well to take ownership of the moment. I feel you missed and maybe share your thoughts with your listeners about it. I can tell you it's important to me and I looked forward to your leadership and humility. Thank you for all your do. All you do. You are a winter soldier, Mr. Beck. Sincerely, Greg, literal, Greg. Um, let me explain. It. I don't think uh, I don't want to excuse it um, because perhaps it was a moment of of weakness. Um, I'm friends with Thomas Massey. I like Thomas Massey. He's close to me and I'm close to him. Um, and we agree on much. And I did agree with his stance. If you remember on that day, I said, I completely agree with you, but it's not going to change anything. It's just going to get you hammered. Um, And that is exactly what happened. However, he was willing to pay that price. I saw so few people that were willing to even stand up to even recognize that this was wrong, um, that I thought it would be best for him to sit it out because that day came and went and it was over. And there was no chance of of winning on that. I am to the place and maybe again this is weakness I don't know Uh, I'd like to hear your opinion Stu but I think I'm at this place to when we have to pick and choose our battles because there are so few soldiers on the field Uh, and I don't I don't want one of them to pop their head up and uh, and shoot when the target is too far away and they're never going to hit the they're never going to hit the mark um I want to preserve the players that we do have um, and do things more strategically. Maybe that's wrong, Uh, but I supported him then I was I was texting between him, uh, the two of us off air that whole time, Um, and he was explaining to me and I was explaining to him. But we have been friends uh, then that day beforehand and after I haven't changed my support for him. Uh, It was just the strategy of doing it.
5: That was Uh, certainly a long explanation
3: as to why you hate
2: freedom. I don't know why you
3: needed that long to say it. Uh, You could have just said, (laughs) I despise being free and everyone would have understood. Yeah. Um, Well, I I, think you're right. um, So I I think like I I definitely understand where you're coming from. And as you said, it was very much um, out of the the idea that you really like Thomas Massey and what he stands for. Um, you know, I think, look, the problem here, I mean, when you talk about he's going to get crushed, who is he getting crushed by? I mean, the big issue was that Trump was tweeting about it, about how bad it was yes. that they went to vote on this. And it's like, we yes. can't excuse that. That's really a problem here. I mean, the fact that Thomas Massey wanted a vote on $2.2 trillion is not a ridiculous request. He wasn't even saying he was going to mm. vote against it. He just said he wanted some, He wanted to at least be have people on record for it. I don't think that's the type of thing that, um, we should be lighting up congressmen over. It's the type of thing that we should have uh, you know that's something that we should look at, at, at as a positive. Because you were right he did get lit up by it but that's really the issue here isn't it? He shouldn't be getting lit up yeah. by asking for a vote for over two trillion dollars. So I, I mean I, while I, I understand what the what the guy's saying in the email I, you know this is a this is an issue where we have to look at this and say I think um, Massey did the right thing And um, and if he's going to get thrown out of Congress because of that, I think he's comfortable with that outcome. He is. uh, Which is,
2: you know, I'm not as comfortable with that outcome because I know what he can and does accomplish. Yeah, I, I mean, and I, he accomplishes a lot. Hopefully
3: this is one of those situations because there's been a mix of these. Sometimes Trump gets really mad at a congressman for doing something and he holds it over their head for the rest of their lives. Other times yeah. they're back in the good graces, you know, in a week when they do something. Because Massey will take a strong stand on Trump's side, too, when Trump's alone and has done that several times, too. So maybe this is something that blows over. I hope so. But I we've always asked congressmen to go there and do what they think is right and um i think at the end of the day you have to just respect that and and um you know realize that choosing your battles is part of this at some level but when you get to a point this is the if you're not going to stand up at 2.2 trillion dollars without a vote no, i don't know are you going to stand I up i you know i know it's just my
2: my didn't delay it, I it at know. all I'll, I'll
3: just say too and and and, and, and even with the approval, <Komb II> the approval of it they can't seem to get the money to the people anyway
2: I know. Well, here's where I stood on this, Stu, and and I'd like to hear where you were on this. And if it's if I'm just if I've turned into this political nightmare on, on this particular occasion, um, I was looking at it politically, strategically, um, because I think we're at the you know, we are at the end game now and there's only so many soldiers on the field. And, um, you know, we don't have a free market anymore. There is no free market. The free market has been absorbed and and purchased at wholesale by the Federal Reserve. Um, You've got Congress uh, slipping into madness. And there is nothing more important. More important than the $2.2 trillion is the fact that Nancy Pelosi does not want to have any votes. And, and I felt he made his point, but he was going to get slaughtered by Donald Trump. And without Donald Trump, he's not going to make the impact. He has foes on the right, and he has foes on the left, and he was completely alone. Um, now, as it turns out, and as it was then, it was the right thing to do. But who's going to fight that battle Does he have the credibility to now fight that battle long term because she's still doing it? She's still wanting to pass all of these bills without Congress voting on it at all. That's got to stop. So how do we get there? I've tried to do my part by having him on the air to explain on that day. He Mm -hmm. explained exactly what he was doing. And I've had him on afterwards explaining what he did and, you know, what the fight is, trying to make sure that we don't lose lose a very valuable guy uh, over nonsense. Um, Another, And I think that's that's what it was. It was a rush to get that money out. And that's what made everybody blind that time. This time. The money being rushed out is all political. It's all political. Yeah, another, another
3: interesting solution to this would be, you know, Thomas Massey not being alone in Congress. You know, it'd be nice if some of these other yeah, oh, yeah, uh, no, congressmen no, yeah. stood up I and agree. said, you know what? Look, we agree. I'm going to vote for this when we vote for it. But we've got to be on record. We've got to at least be on record when we're going to spend more money than any other time in American history. We at least have to have a vote on it. Is that too much to ask? And apparently to almost everyone in Congress, the answer to that was yes. Uh, you know, that's not that's not a good outcome. And we need
2: to at least. Well, get, you can't. But you're right. If, if Thomas Massey leaves, then there will be no one. <laughs> There'll be no one. Yeah. And you don't. And no one's willing to do it if if Donald Trump is going to hammer them. I mean, you have to build a coalition. You just have to build a coalition. And he's got to be part of it. All right, let me uh, take a quick break and tell you about uh, real estate agents I trust. Right now, the media would have you believe that everywhere in America, it's just ravaged by the coronavirus as bad as New York City because they don't see beyond New York City. But that is, it's just not true. Lots of places have been affected, much less by the pandemic. And there are very few uh, places that are completely, you know, business as usual, but even fewer that are, are completely shut off the american economy is moving on and if you're in the market to sell your home buy or both you need to check out realestateagentsitrust.com. This is a free service to you. It's a company I started, I don't even know, five, six years ago because of all of the hassles and all of the headaches that go along with buying a house. This is your largest investment. And I didn't even know how. How do you find a good real estate agent? You, you see the guy who's on the bus boards or I mean, how do you do it? Who, who do you hire? Well, there is a system to it and there is a way to judge real estate agents. And so we've gone out and we've done that. We found the best agents all around the country and we would like to refer them to you. It's a free service. Realestateagentsitrust.com. You want to buy or sell your house on time for the most amount of money? It's realestateagentsitrust.com.
1: This is the Glenn Beck Program.
2: This is the Glenbeck Program. We're so glad that you tuned in today. Um, Corbett Wall uh, uh, is, uh, is a guy who's, who's not uh, prone to hyperbole uh, at all. And he was boots on the ground attending a uh, beef and hog auction in the U.S. last week. And uh, he cited today more than a dozen major pork, chicken and beef processing plants that are offline some weeks behind now. In total, as many as 80 plus plants in the U.S. are offline or experiencing disruptions due to covid-19, mostly labor disruptions, workers infected or just calling in sick. Um, he is. uh Uh, He is worried about the future of our protein. Um, You know, you you saw that meme going around where all of the vegan food was fine in the stores. (laughs) It may that may not be so uh, in the coming months. Uh, There are some real shortages uh, that may be on our way if we can't get this thing under control because of the meat industry. We're going to talk about South Dakota and what they're doing about it uh, coming up next. Some, I think, exciting news.
1: You're listening to Glenn Beck. Fusion of entertainment and enlightenment
2: hey our coronavirus update more than just the numbers in one minute this is the glenbeck program okay you know those little you know chicken little moments the sky is falling the sky is falling uh yeah i'm not sure it's a chicken saying it this time the sky is falling i mean you'll understand in the coronavirus update here in just a second uh but there is no free market system anymore i was reading some stuff that i only half understood so i'm not even going to try to uh translate it uh and and explain it yet probably later this week um but uh I, i'm very very concerned about the u.s dollar and and how all of this is going to work and Again, I'll talk about what the the Fed is doing right now. There is no free market um, and you, the taxpayer are on the hook. So all of this money that is being digitized, how how does this work? Can anyone explain how this works without using modern monetary theory? Um, the answer is no, because that's what we're using right now. And that is Weimar Republic stuff. We have crossed the Rubicon. I do not know how you go back. Wait until you hear these stats in a minute. Anyway, gold. It's going up in value. Uh, Goldman Sachs said you should invest in gold right now. Uh, The world is buying so much gold. Central banks, everybody is buying so much gold that there's a shortage of physical gold right now. I've never heard of that. Please. Please. Call Goldline right now. Uh, Call them if you if you uh, don't think you have the money, at least call them and talk to them because they have a, a acquisition program where you can put X number of dollars toward it every single month in your paycheck. I mean, it's it's an easy way to get into gold if you have some extra money. Please do your homework and look into gold today. 1-866-GOLDLINE, 1-866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. Our coronavirus update, here are the numbers. 1.8 million, up from 1.6 million confirmed cases worldwide. Deaths worldwide, 114,000, up from 96,000. Total confirmed recovered, up um, about 80,000. The United States has 560,000 confirmed cases and 22,000 deaths. That's quite a jump, about 100,000 confirmed cases since Friday and a jump of about 6,000 on uh, on Friday as well. The US now leads the world in both cases and deaths from COVID-19. We now account for 30% of all confirmed cases, 20% of confirmed deaths globally. For the first time in all of US history, all 50 states are now declared disaster zones. This is why everything is overwhelmed. This has never happened before. Should we cue the fat lady on the uh, on the free market system? The U.S. Federal Reserve is now purchasing approximately six hundred and twenty five billion dollars per week in U.S. Treasury bonds, U.S. municipal bonds and corporate bonds. So they're buying stocks, your city. And they're buying uh, Treasury bonds $625 625 billion per week, 1.2 trillion every 2 weeks. I don't know. Sounds like a problem. At that rate of spend, the Federal Reserve will own all outstanding US public debt, federal and local debt by September or October of this year. Let me say that again. The Federal Reserve will own All outstanding U.S. public debt, federal and local debt by September of next year of this year. It will own all U.S. private and corporate debt by December. The Federal Reserve is already now today the largest single holder of U.S. government bonds of twenty. Trillion dollars in outstanding US debt. The Federal Reserve owns approximately 5.7 trillion and is now adding one trillion dollars in new bond purchases every two weeks. This comes as the Bank of England skips the bond market entirely and is just printing new currency to fund UK expenditures directly. This is modern monetary theory. You don't have to have a way to pay for it. You just print it. As of this week, the federal the Fed's open market committee meeting, the Fed will also be willing to purchase so-called junk bonds from all U.S. companies that are in distress. The Fed has also issued a new fund to buy U.S. mortgage assets from banks, pledging $200 billion per month to U.S. banks plus Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac to buy distressed mortgages so they, that become insolvent due to COVID-19. The U.S. Federal Reserve is now officially the largest landowner, uh, landowner in the world. Again, let me say that. The U.S. Federal Reserve is now officially the largest landowner in the world. At this point, the only major asset in U.S. equity markets the Fed is not directly buying are U.S. stocks. However, that's on the way. Deutsche Bank uh, said last week because of what the Fed is doing, they're quoting is no such thing as a free market anymore end quote by the way just a note on this it is you the u.s taxpayer that is responsible for all of this debt not the fed The Treasury, using the Exchange Stabilization Fund, will make an equity investment in each Fed fund and is in the first lost position, making you, the taxpayer, responsible should any of these investments or underlying funds fail. As such, the U.S. Treasury, not the Fed. Is actually buying all of these securities and backstopping all of these loans. The Fed is only acting as a banker and providing that financing. You say we don't need to open up the economy? Just think about that. The US could face rolling lockdowns and social distancing orders for 18 to 24 months. This, according to the U.S. Federal Reserve, without an effective therapy or vaccine for covid-19, the U.S. economy could face 18 months of rolling shutdowns as the outbreak recedes locally and then flares up again. Um, Hunt for a vaccine continues a year, according to scientists, a year would be a miracle. Kentucky churchgoers are not alone they were met with nails in the road and surveillance of license plates because the mayor decided there wasn't going to be any church services anywhere in Kentucky. Uh, that's the governor, I should say, not the mayor. Um, he urged residents to remain indoors for the Easter holiday, um, and they are enforcing with state troopers and county sheriffs. The mayor of um the mayor of uh, Louisville also came out and uh, had draconian measures the doj to states first amendment is still the first amendment a federal judge uh ruled that this weekend an attorney general William Barr indicated that DOJ is monitoring state and local government actions related to limitations on religious services and will potentially prosecute local officials if they violate the civil rights of religious people. Are our oil wars over? Maybe, maybe not, because of Mexico. And is democracy the ultimate COVID-19 victim? France and Bolivia have postponed elections now. Peru has handed its president broad new legislative authority. Israel sharply ramped up the uh, reach of its surveillance state. The U.S., we're curtailing religious services and searching for out-of-staters door-to-door in some states. While leaders around the world are fighting the spread of the coronavirus, they're also amassing sweeping new powers. As legislatures limit or suspend activities in the name of social distancing, many of the norms that define our free market and our democracy, elections, deliberation, debate, checks and balances have all been put on indefinite hold. The speed and breadth of the transformation is unsettling to political scientists all over the world. government watchdogs and rights groups many concede emergency declarations and streamlining government decision making are necessary responses to the global threat but they question how readily leaders are going to give these powers up we've all put our economies on hold can we have an open debate on when we bring those back we've also put democracy on hold Are we going to talk about bringing those things back as well? Also, the cost of covid-19 phase one and two bailout NASA's budget. Matt, NASA's budget for the next 207 years, the cost of the four point seven trillion dollar bailout package equates to NASA's twenty two point six billion dollars that they get every year for the next 207 years. The cost of the bailout, put in other words, is equal to fully funding six Mars landers, rovers, missions to the red planet every single day. Just the phase two of the deal, $2 trillion, is $7,500 per American, or $16,500 per taxpayer, seeing that only half. Of our citizens pay taxes, no word yet on why it costs $7,500 in actual taxpayer cost for each American to receive a $1,200 stimulus check. we don't know. Uh, there is something else that I want I want to end with that is some good news. Um, in fact, let me take a quick break and then I'll come back and tell you some good news. Have you ever taken a handful of your dog's food, you know, the kibbles and smelled it? I mean, woof, is that bad? What you're smelling is dead food. This stuff gets sterilized so it can sit on a shelf in a store or in your garage for up to two years. It has to be sterilized. Makes sense for the dog food company, but it doesn't make a lot of sense for your dog. At least because all of the nutrients have been cooked out of it. Anything alive that is good for an animal or good for you has all been cooked out of it. Rough greens is something that I just started giving my dog Uno about a month ago. And it is really, really good. It's not a dog food. It's a supplement that you put on your dog's food. And it contains massive amounts of vitamins, minerals, digestive enzymes, probiotics, even omega oils and antioxidants rough greens take the 14 day jump start challenge today for 14.95 see the difference in your dog in 14 days or less go to roughgreens.com slash beck. that's r-u-f-f greens.com slash beck. or you can call 833-GLEN33 833-GLEN33 roughgreens.com slash beck. call them today 10 seconds station id So I uh, I want to um, I want to talk to you about something that uh, happened on Friday. I, I talked to the uh, governor of South Dakota, um, Governor Nome, and um, just wanted to talk to her and see if there was anything we could do to help the state get a lay of the ground on what's going on up there, because they have real problems with their meat processing plants up there. They have one of the biggest problems pork meat processing plants um, in the country. And I'm very concerned about food shortages um, coming soon. We have plenty of beef and plenty of pork at the farm level. We're just closing down all of the the processing plants. So getting it from farm to table uh, may be difficult Um, and we may have a real protein uh, shortage coming uh, soon. So I was talking to the uh, governor and she, in about 45 minutes, is making an announcement on something that I think she is going to get hammered on that I absolutely love. Absolutely love. Um, I don't know how popular she is in the state, but boy, she is becoming very popular around the country. Uh, She is a woman who, uh, as governor, has come out and said, we are not going to violate our constitution, either our state constitution or, quite quite, quite frankly, our national constitution. People have a right and they have a right to gather. They have a right to do and live their lives. She's like, we're not New York City. We're South Dakota. And she said, we can figure this out as citizens. You just have to social distance and and yada, yada, yada. Well, I was talking to her about several things, uh, and uh, uh, one of them is the um, the quick spread inside one of these processing plants. And she said, you know, we've got to get this plant cleaned and the workers uh, healthy and back online. Uh, because not only for our local economy, uh, but also for the, the food supply in America. And she started talking about how she's what she's planning on doing and planning on announcing today. Uh, and we're going to be monitoring it. And I'm going to be live tweeting uh, that announcement here in uh, just about an hour. But I think you're going to really like it's, it's time somebody does something. It's time somebody does something, and they are uh, with their healthcare. Uh, And I just, I love it. I can't wait for her to announce it. We'll talk about it on the air tomorrow, or you can follow me on Twitter, and uh, and you'll hear it. That's convenient because I already do follow you on Twitter. I'm excited
3: about that. Uh, You can are you you can tweet me all the details. Okay, (laughs) all right, I will. Will you do? Will you post an an instant reaction photo with each tweet? like how you're reacting to the news, like, wow, that was surprising. And oh, "Oh, no, look at that. That's bad news. Uh, That's good news. So I'll know how to interpret it.
2: Well, I'll try to use the emojis, but I want to use them sparingly because the company that makes the emojis, did you see this? Mm. I didn't know there was a company that makes them. No, Uh, but apparently there is a company that makes, I guess, the official emoji. I don't know, but they have said because of coronavirus, there will not be any new emojis for the next year. Oh, no. Oh, gosh. I mean, when we talk about shutting down the economy, there's
3: certain things that we cannot shut down, which is new emoji generation.
2: (laughs) You know, I I, see silly me. I thought, you know, it wouldn't be that hard, that hard to add uh, another yellow face uh, to something, you know, Mm -hmm. or another hand gesture. But apparently it's much more complex, Stu, than, than you and I ever thought. Well, I hope they didn't
3: have to lay off the woke department that can inform them when they have not shown enough shades of color or have maybe identified someone by a gender when they're not supposed
2: to in the emoji. Well, they may have, because I think the New York Times is using all of those people um, because the woke department, of course, so awake on Joe Biden uh, Mm -hmm. at the uh, uh, at the New York Times that uh, they they. They caught them doing something very, very unwoke, okay. uh, and, uh, and that is they, they tweeted that in their investigation, the Times found no patterns of sexual misconduct by Mr. Biden. Beyond the hugs, kisses, and touching that women previously said made them uncomfortable. I'm sorry, what was but that other last part? Than that, hmm? <laughs> what was what? that last part you said there? But beyond The Times found no pattern of sexual misconduct by Mr. Biden. Oh, okay. I thought you Beyond added... the hugs, kisses, and touching that women previously said made them uncomfortable. Oh, okay. So what how what would a, that's pattern... just a disclaimer? That's like <laughs> yeah. that's just like uh not available in Alaska and Hawaii. Right. <laughs> You know what I mean? You know, that, <laughs> well, that's what that is. Well, how would you
3: describe a pattern of behavior? Uh, could you could you have a pattern behavior without the previously discussed items? Is it possible to have a pattern if
2: you have not discussed previously other well, items? Yes. of the Same. Yeah. OK. All right. So, yes, the New York Times corrected it. OK. They okay. came out and corrected it because oh, okay. that was their tweet and they corrected it. And so now it just says the Times found no pattern of sexual misconduct by Mr. Biden did they really there's no there's no that's it that's they just took that second line out you know beyond the hugs kisses and touching that women previously said uh, made them uncomfortable they took that part out incredible I mean incredible you're exactly right about the pattern well there what do you mean you haven't found a pattern you've got a pattern here the hugs the kisses and the touching that women previously said made them uncomfortable that's the pattern how there is of course there is no pattern when you're just looking at this one (laughs) there can't be a pattern if you're looking at one thing like that's just that's that's
3: inside of the word pattern it tells you (laughs) it can't just be one thing (laughs) 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 and i will say this too i read the whole article and not just the tweet and uh, the article which is extensive has none of the narrative flair we've learned to to understand from these incidents where it's like she walked into a room as the as the night fell uh you know into uh into darkness the cold steel on the desk as she was manhandled none of that It's just like we asked the Biden campaign, they said that didn't happen. We talked to someone who works for the Biden campaign. They also said they had never heard of such a thing. It's all just like fact response, fact response. Very boring, which very well might be the way they're supposed to write a story
2: like that. However, but they never do. it this whole time. (laughs) Never ever do that. But they didn't find a pattern here.
1: This is the Glenbeck program.
2: Amazing. Just amazing. All right. Um, Our sponsor this half hour is is Hustler. The Hustler lawnmower is fantastic. Now, I will say it is not something that you give uh, your your nieces and nephews rides on. Uh, My son yesterday was out and I heard the lawnmower start up and I'm like, why is he mowing the lawn? No. He just took uh, my grandkids and uh, was taking them around the yard um, at a high rate of speed with the lawnmower making laps like we were in, you know, like we were the infield of the Indy 500. And uh, I said, what the hell are you doing? He said, Dad, I'm being a redneck. And I said, okay, continue on. Anyway, Hustler Turf, they are fantastic, fantastic lawnmowers. It'll be the last lawnmower you ever buy. And yes, the kids love them. HustlerTurf.com. Go there now. You can talk to them about the extended year of warranty coverage at HustlerTurf.com. Enter my name, Beck, in the box uh, for the special on the warranty. Don't forget to pick up Glenn Beck's Arguing with Socialists. It's uh, available
3: uh, wherever you get your books, Amazon.com.
2: This is the Glenn Beck program. Donald Trump just tweeted for the purpose of creating conflict and confusion. Some in the fake news media are saying that it is the governor's decision to open up the states, not that of the president of the United States and the federal government. Let it be fully understood that this is incorrect. Uh, No, no no it's not incorrect um it is not the president's place uh well i think what he's doing here is you notice he's not he's not flexing the muscle of the presidency to close down the country he's letting the governors uh close it down he's He's fighting now for the ability to open it back up because he thinks that governors are going to fight him. Democratic governors are going to fight him uh, for political reasons, I think. Hmm. Either that or he's just wrong. And, you know, this is wrong. But he hasn't been he hasn't taken that authority to close it down. Why is he taking that authority to open it back up? Because he thinks that these governors are going to, you know, some of these governors, look at the one in in Virginia, not willing to open up until the middle of June. Now, maybe that's right, but I doubt it. Yeah, no, they and I know they've closed now uh, the schools in New
3: York all the way till I think June 26th or something was the end of their. Uh, school calendar, mm-hmm. which is not a surprise in New York. I mean, it's going to go on for a while there. But I think Cuomo said something to the effect of, look, if we're closing the schools down, that means we're closing everything down. The economy's closed down until then. So they're looking. Now, they are the most extreme part of this. That's right? a
2: different case. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's a
3: different. That's it's a, a different, different case. case. But you're right. It's, it's New be- York is New York. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be different. Uh, you know, I, I hope hopefully this is just a. It seems he's been holding on to this power for a while in this idea that it's kind of like a threat almost, right? He's saying, if you don't handle this rationally, I'm going to step in. I don't know that he has any power to step in uh, in this situation. You know, certainly it would be challenged. And I don't know that it would be constitutional to say you have to. I don't know that he could overrule the states like that. I don't know that he has the power to that. He's obviously trying to claim it. I don't know that he has it. I think one of, his, one of the best parts of the way he's handled this so far is that he's been restrained. We were just praising him earlier in the show from, uh, mm-hmm. for his restraint in trying to grab all sorts of national power. Hopefully, he's not going down that road. And I don't know how you would do it. You're going to order people to go back to work. I don't even know what the, how the function of that would work. You know, you can say, I guess you could try to threaten a, a, a state by saying, don't punish people if they do go back to work. But I don't know how you I mean, I don't think our system would allow for none for of this. That, would, you
2: know? none, none of that would the checks and balances would kick in. The president couldn't do that. If the governor says, hey, we're in a national emergency and uh, the governor emergency. has the right or state emergency, the governor has a right to declare a state emergency. Now, that could screw with their federal funding. Mm mm-hmm. You know, but I don't think the president would do that unless it was really obvious. Like, he's not going to screw with the federal funding of New York. Why would you screw with the federal funding of New York? Unless it was like, you know, we're keeping it closed for the next 18 months. Well, okay, really? You're going to keep the entire state of New York closed for the next 18 months. And there are those people that are talking that way. I don't think Cuomo is. And I don't know any governors that are. But I've heard people say, you know, we should be closed for the next 18 months. You know, we are talking about rolling blackouts for the next 18 to 24. And that might be wise. You know, it might be if there's if Dallas all of a sudden starts to have really bad cases to close Dallas down for a little while. Everybody in this area stay in place. You know that that's there's I don't think there's anything wrong with rolling blackouts as long as we know what the metrics are.
3: Yeah, look, there are certain situations that get too bad and you and you you have to do things. Though I just it's it's going to be interesting to see how long people can take that. And we keep using this 18 months. I mean, you did the coronavirus update. There's no there's no definitive end to this. Right? Like no, the, the, the the idea that we're going to have a vaccine in 12 to 18 months. The doctors are calling it a miracle. They've never done it that fast ever. Uh, they also told us very clearly that we were going to have an HIV vaccine when that all started up. We never got one. Uh, you know what another coronavirus is? The common cold. Do we have a vaccine to that? Uh, no, we don't. Uh, these are not sure things that we'll ever get a vaccine. I mean, probably the better possibility, which could provide a shorter term uh, solution to this and is is realistic that we can hopefully depend on would be a treatment right if one of these things like hydro- hydroxychloroquine has obviously been the one talked about the most but there's lots of them there's been some positives about another one that trump has mentioned that i won't uh, one, one of the antiviral things that they had initially designed for hiv um wound up be, you know having some promise in one of these clinical um studies as well all we need is to find something that will back it off from, you know, if you're in the hospital with a 10 out of 10, it can bring it back to an 8 out of 10. It's really all we need. And that sort of thing, I think, with the, with the full power of not only the United States and, you know, capitalism and innovation, tr- all, everybody trying to find the same thing. It's really happening around the world as well. I'm optimistic we'll get there eventually. But it is, you know, until we have that, people are we can talk all we want about opening up the economy. We we've looked at these numbers like crazy. All the numbers are coming out before any government bans were instituted. And you saw 50, 60, 70 percent drop offs in traffic to restaurants because people didn't want to die. Right. And until you can convince them they're not going to die. It doesn't matter if you, quote unquote, open up the economy. People don't
2: want to go outside right now. This is like, yeah, it, no, you it's not just government not restrictions gonna, doing this. Right. You're you're it's going to take a massive and the best ad campaign of probably American history to get us to go back quickly to uh, normal life going to restaurants going into crowds having parties everything else it'll take a long time some people will do it um, but i think there's going to be a lot of people that will stay out of the restaurants for a very very long time unless they they you know cut the you know cut the number of people in there by half or whatever and still then i'm not i don't know I'm not that comfortable. I don't know. You know, I don't know all the people in there um, and I don't know who is sick and who who's not sick, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, it until you can come up with a vaccine, uh, we won't be comfortable. And If you don't come up with a vaccine, at least have some sort of way of understanding you've been tested and you don't currently have it or you have the antibodies. When that happens, then we'll start to normalize again. But without those things. It's not going to be normal, but we can open the economy back up more than it already is. There is a great article uh, on uh, Medium. And uh, and it was the I don't know, six or seven reasons why we should open the economy. First one, we've already flattened the curve. We've now gone from predictions of millions of deaths to hundreds of thousands, and now we're predicting about 60,000 deaths. Uh, um, The next one is uh, economic collapse and unemployment is destroying families. This one is really, really true. Uh, we'll be lucky if the job losses are not 25 million. And to put that into perspective, 25 million is about the population of the great state of Texas. And the great state of Texas is the size of half of the continental U.S. And that's not even, Um, I mean, it's obviously going to be worse than that. We're already at 16. It's it's obviously going to be worse than that. So, and that is, that's, Only the ones that we're counting. There are so many problems that come with uh, unemployment. The 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 fact that you'll have suicides, you'll have health problems. um, you, You won't be able to see doctors as much. All of these things that causes massive suicidal tendencies, um, next one, we have not saturated the healthcare system in New York. We came close, but the rest is pretty good. And the reason why we're having problems is because of PPEs and and things like that. If we can get the mask situation under control, if you know, we the federal government ordered five hundred million masks. If we can get the mask shortage under control. And we can get all of the gowns and everything else that we need uh, for the hospitals. If we can get the medicine that we need for the hospitals, um, as long as we don't burn our doctors and patients out, we're we're doing good. We'll be set for the next wave. If we're not set for the next wave, there is a problem. We should be. We should be working on that right now. Uh, Suicide will kill almost as many people as covid this year. In 2018, there were 48,000 recorded suicides, um, but economic ruin results in a wide range of health problems, suicide, mental health issues, loss of health insurance, reluctance to visit doctors in light of the financial hardship, uh, increases in uh, in substance abuse, blah, blah, blah. That is on top of the delay in non-COVID care. So 48,000 deaths in 2018. How many suicides will there be this year? Um, <clears throat> the PPE limited, but now becoming more available. And this one is the last point. And I, this is one I've been ringing the bell on from the beginning of this. Authorities should show clear evidence regarding the benefits of indefinite lockdown. We need to see. What. The parameters are what are you what are you looking for? What are you looking at to make these decisions right now? We know that the states have been looking at covid now. This this website that was started by a group of progressive activists who were leading a charge against Donald Trump. Most of the states were using that. It's unbelievably flawed. The numbers on covid now are are way way off showed a million dead in texas alone um ridiculous kinds of numbers the states were using that website um to predict what was going on that stuff has got to stop we need to know What are the parameters? What are you looking for in numbers? What are the what are the things in the hospitals that you're looking for? What what is the number of new infections that says, okay we're probably pretty safe. I'd like to have a discussion of those things in public. I'd like to know what those things are that are that are keeping us from opening or telling us we should open. What are those things? And are they sane are they rational and are they scientifically provable this is too big to go off of just somebody's gut yeah no it's definitely true and
3: and hopefully we're at least a little bit past the top of this right i mean it, the deaths dropped yesterday pretty significantly there's part of that is just record re, you know recording in mean, that for whatever reason you know sundays especially easter sunday there's you know, people aren't working and don't necessarily you know report every single death if we can get past this week without 2000, over 2,000 again, because uh, we've been over 2,000 a couple times, once or twice. If we can get through this week without 2,000, it may show that we are past the peak of this, which would be really encouraging. Um, but, really encouraging. You know, like Detroit was a great example. We talked to someone earlier from Detroit about how bad this was. I mean, Detroit is really in the middle of it. New Orleans is in the middle of it. There's several cities that are breaking out. They're not going to be as, as bad as New York, obviously, population wise. But they are, you know, on the wrong side of this. And it's increasing or getting worse in some cases. So hopefully we can at least get past this peak. And then we, once we get past the like panic of this first moment, there's going to be a, a, a period here coming, I think, to the end of the month where this sort of like organized, hopefully rollout of people being able to go back and feeling that they're not going to, you know, get sick just by going out and doing the basic things they want to do with life. Hopefully that's right around the corner.
2: All right, let me tell you about our sponsor, it's Rectech Grills, Rectech, man. They make the best grill. They make this Wi-Fi based smart grill can be controlled from anywhere. Now, that means, you know, in the current situation I can turn my grill on from my patio or from my kitchen. Or from my living room. But normally you can start it. Let's say you're going to church in the morning and you need to start your grill at certain time. You can start it just on your phone. It's, it's really an unbelievable grill. It is built like a tank. And um, so much better than their nearest competitor. When you see the difference in just weight alone. Just the weight of the steel. Um, you know which one is built to last and which one isn't. That other one that is supposedly the best grill made that you're buying out where Home Depot or wherever you're going, that does not compare. And the reason why is because they're not sitting at Home Depot. Okay, they're not they are not you don't you don't go to a place and uh, and have a big markup on them like the other grill has. So they take all of that and they put it into this grill. It's a I mean, it's it is a modern marvel of grilling. It really is. I would not be the kind of guy that would smoke. I'd smoke meats. We've done ribs. We've done brisket. It is great. It's a Rectech grill. Now that spring is here, go out and, uh, and smoke some food. Grill some food in the best made Rectech grills with an S. R-E-C-T-E-C grills with an S.com. Rectechgrills.com. <laughs> After the hundredth time scrolling through your feed today,
3: Uh, maybe you need some new reading material to get you through the quarantine. Please. We got you. Glenn Beck has a new book called Arguing with Socialists, and you can order it now from anywhere books are sold.
1: You're listening to Glenn Beck.
2: Tomorrow, uh, I want to go over the numbers with Stu on you know the estimates of 2 million dead, why we're at 66,000. It is a little misleading, uh, but they were also, I think, way out of whack on the middle numbers. Not the top numbers, the middle numbers. We'll explain that uh, on tomorrow's program. Also, make sure you're following me on Twitter today, as I'm going to be tweeting out something uh, that's coming from uh, Governor Nome in South Dakota. She's going to be Oh my God. They're going to hate her so much. Uh, almost as much as we hate Jada. Uh, but I think what she's going to announce here in a few minutes is exceptional. Follow me on Twitter now. This is the Glenbeck program.